The news in 20 minutes. Every 20 minutes. This is LBC News. Let's check on the state of play in the United States of America, shall we? Our guide, as ever, is Simon Marks, who's joining us live on Thursday morning, as it is in Washington, D.C. By the time it comes to evening, your time, you're going to hear from your president. Uh, We are indeed, Martin. This is uh, what the White House is describing tonight as a primetime address to the nation. Uh, President Biden will be speaking in front of Independence Hall in Philadelphia, very much the cradle of American democracy, and making a speech that the Biden administration describes as focusing on the continued battle for the soul of the nation. Uh, Now, it's one thing to call it a primetime address to the nation. It's another thing for it actually to turn out to be a primetime address to the nation because it is not clear that the big three television networks, ABC, CBS and NBC, are minded to scrap their entertainment programming tonight to carry this speech. Why is that? Because it looks like this is going to be an avowedly political attack on the president's Republican opponents, just a matter of two months before America's date with the congressional midterm elections, crucial midterm elections, uh, that are going to serve as a referendum on Biden's presidency. So we're waiting to see if the networks are going to accede to uh, the White House desire for this speech to be carried, not just on the news channels, which of course will carry the speech, but on the main uh, big audience primetime broadcast networks. I'm bound to say my guess and it's only a guess at this point, is that they won't carry it. But this is all redolent of the fact that President Biden has increasingly sounded more confident over the last few weeks, buoyed by a reversal in his flagging approval ratings. A month ago, his approval rating, you will remember, was hovering down in the low 30% area, uh, the lowest uh, at this stage of a presidency since records began. Uh, Now he's clawed his way back to the low 40 is in one poll, CBS over the weekend, he was as high as 45%, and that's off the back uh, of having uh, plucked victory from the jaws of defeat uh, with a series of legislative wins for his domestic policy. We got a bit of a flavour of what President Biden might say tonight, just a couple of days ago when he was in the battleground state of Pennsylvania, home, of course, to Philadelphia. This time he was speaking at Wilkes-Barre University about crime and justice, and he launched this broadside against his Republican opponents. You're either on the side of a mob or the side of the police. You can't be pro-law enforcement and pro-insurrection. You can't be a party of law and order and call the people who attacked the police on January 6th patriots. You can't do it. What are we teaching our children? It's just that simple. And now it's sickening to see the new attacks on the FBI threatening the life of law enforcement agents and their families for simply carrying out the law and doing their job. That, of course, a reference to the raid on Donald Trump's uh, residence at Mar-a-Lago in Florida. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But you heard there President Biden in full-throated uh, voice absolutely excoriating the Republicans for claiming to be the party of law and order, but on so many occasions side-siding with attacks on law and order. This comes a matter of days after uh, in off-microphone comments to fundraisers last week 
week, he referred to uh, former President Donald Trump and his uh, what what the White House calls ultra MAGA supporters, MAGA being Make America Great Again. Uh, he referred to them as being semi-fascist. Uh, he has defended his use of that phrase, and it's going to be interesting to see whether he puts that phrase into the public domain tonight when he's on microphone and making that speech in Philadelphia. But this is all part and parcel of what the White House hopes is a turnaround in the president's fortunes and therefore in the possible fortunes of Democratic Party candidates this November. There's still a a, a widespread expectation here that the Democrats are going to lose control of the House of Representatives in November, but the Democrats seem a bit more hopeful about the outcome of things in the Senate, and that's partly because in various places all over the country, the Republicans have picked an array of far-right candidates that are not appealing to centrist voters. And we saw one of those candidates, by the way, go down to defeat last night. We won't have former vice presidential aspirant and former governor of Alaska, Sarah Palin, to kick around here in Washington, D.C., because she lost an effort last night in Alaska, a by-election there. to Politics will be the poorest. I know. Courage, Martin. We must find a way of going on. But uh, (laughs) she will not be coming to Washington to represent Alaska. She lost to a Democrat in uh, Alaska last night. You mentioned the FBI raid uh, down in Mar-a-Lago. Mr. Trump is still displeased about all that. Very displeased about it and uh, continuing to press for the appointment of what's known here as a special master. That would be a third party lawyer to come and adjudicate uh, over the FBI's raid on his home. It's not clear whether he's going to make any legal headway in that regard. And more broadly, he's having difficulty making legal headway because it's just very unclear what his defense is for having all of these top secret records. held, he now claims, in cartons, in boxes at his residence in Mar-a-Lago. I mean, in one of his social media postings yesterday, he basically conceded that he'd had all of these top-secret documents at Mar-a-Lago. He's not even pushing back at the notion that they were there. He insists that he had declassified them. Well, it's far from clear that he went through any of the formal processes necessary to do that while he was still president. And of course, after he left the presidency, he's got no power to declassify documents. But he's not even disputing, doesn't even seem to be suggesting anymore that these documents might, as he's hinted at before, have been planted by the FBI, rather that this picture of these documents strewn over a carpet in his office at Mar-a-Lago was a a staged and set-up photograph by the FBI because he kept them all very neatly in cartons. Um, His lawyers, uh, and they're all very new on on the Trump payroll, if indeed they ever get paid by Donald Trump for their service are all over the shop. One lawyer uh, appeared on Fox News last night uh, saying that it was outrageous that the FBI had strewn these documents all over the floor of Donald Trump's office because she'd been into his office on numerous occasions and and she said the the documents were all absolutely uh, formally put away and uh, they were were properly stored uh, and it would be crazy for him to have them strewn all over the carpet because there were visitors coming in and out of the office all 
all the time. (laughs) Well, that only seems to concede that these documents might have been accessible to visitors who were coming in and out of the office all the time, whether they were in cartons or not. And that's not good, is it, They're wandering down a pretty pretty, um, uh, hesitant legal path here. A quick postscript, as we said, I think, earlier, the the charges, if they do materialise, won't happen until after November's elections? Yeah, well, that's an interesting question. Put a date in your diary, September the 10th. The Department of Justice basically has now indicated that they will not bring criminal charges within 60 days of America's midterm election campaign. So, if they haven't brought criminal charges against Donald Trump or anybody in his inner circle by September the 10th, that would indicate that there's no prospect of criminal charges being brought this side of those uh, November elections. So we'd have to uh, advance the calendar to November 9th or 10th to see if they act then. So, nine nervous days ahead for Donald Trump and members of his inner circle, but the Department of Justice did describe their investigations uh, earlier this week as being early Stage. So perhaps mm. this has got a long uh, bit of rope uh, to run out ahead of it yet. OK, we've put that in the calendar. Simon Marks, thank you very much as ever to uh, giving us the briefing for how the world looks in the United States this Thursday morning.